Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good, Good morning, morning, Russell. Good morning. Good morning, Russell. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful life, the beautiful life that you give us. Life that is an opportunity to walk with you, to see your presence in everything around, Lord where you reveal your presence, you make yourself known in the beauty around us, in the sky, on the earth, in the animals, the birds, the air, the beauty in nature and in people. We thank you, Father, for this life in your kingdom, where you look upon us with your eyes of mercy, you renew that mercy for us every day. We thank you, Lord. We enter your gates, with, your gates with that gratitude in our heart. We come to see our King, our Father. We come because you call each of us by name. You invite us. You bid us come. You draw us near. You quicken us in our spirits. We come to draw and drink from you again. To fill, of our, to fill ourselves of your presence to connect with you and to get to know you more, to commune with you in our spirit, knowing that we commune with the King of Kings, who is also our Father, our Maker, to strengthen that bond between us and you. And we ask forgiveness for our sins, Lord, as we come in surrender, for our failures, for our vulnerabilities and weaknesses, but more so for all the crowns that we wear, where we have willfully turned away from you and exercised our own will over yours, where we have disobeyed. We ask for forgiveness, Father. And we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We surrender and submit ourselves to you completely, Lord, and ask you to take over. All our challenges this day, all the storms in our life currently that do not yet have answers, Every prayer that has been delayed thus far, we surrender and submit it all to you, Lord. Knowing that you renew your mercy every morning for us. Knowing that you come down to our level in the pit where we are to work with us, to raise us up. We thank you, Lord, for that love, that unchangeable love that you show towards us. It is because of that unchangeable love that you made covenants with man, most of them unilaterally, where you would uphold your end of it. And all we needed to do was express our faith. That which is so difficult yet for us because we live in the flesh. And, but you give us your word. You teach us your ways, your will. So that when we gain an understanding there of those principles, those promises, those prophecies through your word where we get to know you and your ways and then when we understand them and operate in them then as your word says the kingdom of God has come to us. You keep saying that in your parables. You keep revealing that thought, that idea, that plan for us. The plan to prosper us the plan for abundance that Jesus came with. In John 10.10, 10, the word himself that has been there all along from Adam. We thank you, Father. 
And we thank you for the peace and joy that you pour into our hearts. And we share the same with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with all Christians everywhere, all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. We share it with everyone for whom prayers are being raised at this altar of prayer this morning. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit, Lord. As we make our prayer this morning, we begin and we call on the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am. The one who is our goodness, our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer, our shield, our strength. The ancient of days, the God of peace, the one in whom we trust. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who carries the key to the kingdom and has given it to us. The one who holds the key of David so that what he opens, no one can shut and what he shuts, no one can open. The one who is the door himself. The bridge to the father, the way, the truth and the life. He is the Lord who heals. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The one who is our daily bread. Mana sent straight down from heaven until that day when we finally enter into your kingdom and we meet you, Father. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the spirit of victory, the spirit of light and life. The one who is the right hand of the Father, Jesus himself, his spirit. And it is his spirit, this spirit of the living God that has made his tabernacle within us, within our body, that we might become his temple, holy and sanctified and dedicated And Jesus said, the things that I then I do, then you shall also do. When we become one with God in our spirit. And that is the journey that he is looking to get us going on. Through his word, through his prophets, through his law. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers, of family and friends, every physical need that we have, every provision you make for that. And every spiritual gift that you are ever willing to pour down upon us, that we might be empowered, that we might not be weak, that we might be able to stand the wiles of the enemy and take the attack back to their camp. <clears throat> That we might not just live in abundance, but we might live in dominion. We thank you, Father, that you are teaching us your ways. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for our lives, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, 
accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption from all of these. And I, and I command angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful, unmatched, unparalleled name, above all names, the name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. Each of us declare it this day that it will not return to us empty. It will not fall to the ground unaccomplished. What will achieve the purpose, it will accomplish the desire, what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. When we send it in faith, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. And today we continue in our series on that is the third part on God's covenants with man. The last two parts we've seen is covenant with Adam and Eve, then with Noah. And in both those, these were covenants that he gave to mankind. Now today we shall see a very big one, an important one, a turning point in the history of our faith, the Abrahamic covenant. In fact, it will be two parts today and tomorrow. God sought to clean up man's act after the floods. We saw that yesterday. So that he would have a new generation of men that were dedicated to him. But sin and death continued to prevail and actually increased as the, the number of men, the population of mankind grew. So God now would not destroy the earth this time. He had already promised Noah that he would not curse the ground and he would not destroy man or creation by floods. So he couldn't do that this time. So here around now this time he decided or he sought to separate a people out from the rest of mankind. So he would let the rest be and he would choose his own. And that's where the chosen generation came from. He would confer his royal priesthood on that chosen generation then. That's where he started calling people, separating and quickening them. And he does it even today. But for a start, he identified one man. You see again, you saw that in the case of Noah, we see that here, we see it later. Every time there was a covenant made, he would identify and separate a person and then make a covenant with them. This, in this case, it was Abram. And he revisited his plan to rescue mankind. God gradually built his partnership with Abram from Genesis 12 where he first called him out of his home and his country. And for that action that Abraham took, he promised to bless him already at the start. Even in our case, you see, when you 
get reconnected back and he calls you, the first thing will, he would do is he would not ask you to perform and then based on your performances, bless you. He blesses us first. He showers his favor first and then expects that we will uphold our end of the bargain, the, com the covenant. We would keep on and continue with the covenant that we make with him there. We see that in Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3, the promises that he initially made Abraham. In fact, he made Abraham a few promises that we see in the next few chapters between Genesis 12 to Genesis 17. And here are some of those blessings to Abraham. Now I've listed seven of them that are seen in these six chapters. The first one here he said in Genesis 12 verse 2, I will bless thee and make thee a nation. And in the same verse again, he said, you shall be a blessing to others. The third one is in the very next verse, where he said, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. That is a promise. And these three promises actually are what are holding his people up. You can actually claim it. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. Very big in warfare. That's Genesis 12 verse 3. And I believe Jesus used this one, claimed it for the woman that was bent over for 18 years when he healed her. He called her Abraham's daughter. So the promises that were made to Abraham are now inherited through to his daughter. Uh, we should be using the same in our prayer when we pray for healing. All those that come in faith are Abraham's children and therefore inherit the blessings that are given to him. You can read about the woman bent over for 18 years in Luke chapter 13, verse 10 to 16. <coughs> A fourth blessing, where in Genesis 13, verse 14 and 15, he said to Abraham, lift up your eyes and look in all the four directions. All the land which you see there, I will give you. And that was the land of Canaan, which later became Israel. The fifth one, he said, I will make your seed as the dust of the earth. That is, Abraham's descendants will be numerous. And then in Genesis, that was Genesis 13, verse 16. And then he said the same again in Genesis 15, verse 5, where he said to Abraham, your descendants would be like the stars in the sky, that is innumerable or countless. The sixth one, through Melchizedek, God blessed Abraham saying, blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of the heaven and earth. And blessed be the Most High God who has delivered your enemies into your hands. What a blessing to have. Because he delivers your enemies into your hands. And that is where Romans 8.31 comes from. Which says, if God is for us, then who can be against us? And the seventh blessing 
is in Genesis 17, verse 5, where God renamed Abram as Abraham, a father of many nations. So if you actually look at them, he kept reiterating his promises and adding a little more each time. In fact, if you look at Genesis 15, verse 6 to I think verse 20, is where the actual enactment of the covenant took place, where God passed as a pot of fire between the, the rows of dead animals. We shall touch on that covenant process or the covenant enactment tomorrow. Are you seeing a continuity though of pattern, of the pattern of royal priesthood here? Abraham stayed faithful in his relationship with God and the blessing was the same. Be fruitful and multiply and then dominate. He said that to, or he covenanted it to Adam. He said it to Noah. And now here again to Abraham, he's saying the same thing. It's like he wants that promise or has made that covenant for all mankind. He kept saying the same thing. I hope it is drawing some message home to you or what God wants for you and for me, each of us. The same thing that Jesus came to give where he said in John 10, 10, I came that you might have life and have it to the full. To the full. Be fruitful, multiply, dominate. Are you seeing what he has in store for you when you claim Jeremiah 29 verse 11 where we say, God has plans to prosper me and give me an expected end. It is this very plan. Be fruitful, multiply and dominate. But for that, we need to keep our end of the covenant. We need to be faithful in our relationship with him and be obedient to his word. We saw that in Deuteronomy 28. We shall touch upon that in the next covenant that he made with Moses. Now this time in his covenant with Abraham, in the last time we saw with Noah, his sign was the rainbow in the sky. This time the sign or the reminder was circumcision of every male child. We see that in Genesis 17, verse 9 to 14, but we won't read that now. You can read that in your personal reflection. But all of these promises were Abraham's for the faith that he showed and God called him righteous. We see a bit of that being touched upon in Romans 4. The faith that he showed, God called him righteous. The faith that you show in Jesus, Romans 10, 9 and 10, that you believe in our heart and confess with our mouth. And then for that faith, God calls you righteous. Are we joining the dots there? Are you seeing then what comes upon you? You wear his face, the face of Jesus. You wear his robe of righteousness so that when you are standing in the box, for judgment, the accuser pointing a finger, God says, I see the face of Jesus. I see his righteousness. That is why Paul says, we become the righteousness of Christ. The prototype for that, the first instance, the setup started with Abraham. For his faith, he showed God called him righteous. 
and then he built upon there the antitype and then the the type from the old testament now coming to the new testament through the blood of jesus it is important to join these dots and then when you understand it and what's happening there you can use that in your prayer and claim your inheritance now when you read isaiah 54 verse 17 every tongue that stands against you you will refute this is the heritage of the servants is that now making sense my eyes got wider when all these dots joined for me and this what i'm saying to you now is not even written in my notes it is the holy spirit revealing it we can claim these promises using the same principle as jesus used by becoming a daughter or a son of abraham when we demonstrate faith like him father in the name of jesus i pray ah that that revelation that you are pouring upon us dawn down dwell and sink into our understanding that the wisdom that you then make available to us make known to those who hunger for you let their faith be honored father and every covenant be brought to mind so that when we make that in our prayer when we bring forth our strong reasons then you the king of jacob will honor those strong reasons as upholding your law and bless your people we ask for that edification that filling up that power pouring lord the grace of your wisdom in understanding upon our lives this day and as we pray for spiritual edification we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs those of our families and our friends we pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures today for all families that are embattled that are facing division or separation we pray lord for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives and each of us have something or the other that we have carried as baggage all along our lives deep rooted and old that even though we have rejected and cut off many things from our life there are still some that remain lord we ask for a revelation of those this day and let there be a deliverance that every such chain be broken in the name and by the blood of jesus through the revelation that you pour into our hearts we pray also for our own personal needs those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved father we thank you that you have heard us and you always hear us and as we release our faith and our prayer making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit knowing that your holy spirit also prays with us that prayer made under an open heaven lord is an answered prayer this is our faith we release it now believing we have received i encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in 
those that are praying for that gift be bold unmute release your tongue and your faith ask the holy spirit to take over he only acts upon faith if we don't unmute we are not demonstrating faith if you don't want to unmute make sure you open your mouth and you pray call on his name ask him he said ask and you shall receive let us make our prayer in the spirit thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you father thank you father thank you holy spirit thank you holy spirit Sarakada Ishata Braseta Lamba Carosit, 
Mantos colabriata cozia la rambrasa tara parecas tequetequetequete. Shekaras canda brasi la banana rajalara de la rosele de tequeta. Ida de tequeta. Adararas calarada la rada. Arrasa frasta parija la rasolo rosa de tequeta. Alaras carada la rada. Alisa la rande rica la rosso toro variada de lere sentere que este crete caia. Chazanta randa la rada rara brasada para calirire se le rachado dolor de liriria rada la rada baia. Nazos centos que la rada 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 rapa cada senta zeke teke teke teke. Sheka toca tamantos colabriata cozia la rambarasa la restare helia la checa toscata. Gendanda rasa la rada la rada rambarasa la rasta reste jejele rete teke te. Shezelia boronias combria santo que ya hadidilia rasca liria reba. Ain ondoros en la brasa esta que teke teke da. Shazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazakabashazak
enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures shared in the chat. The first one is from Galatians 3, verse 29, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, If you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. The Holy Spirit is reiterating the same to drive home that message. And I'd encourage you to read Romans 4. He's just been putting that on my heart during that prayer. Read the whole of Romans 4. And then you see in verse 20 to 23, where he speaks of Abraham's righteousness and how that came about. Thank you, Lord. The second scripture in the chat is from Hebrews 10, verse 16 to 17, quoted from the NIV again, where it says, This is the covenant I will make with them after that time, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Then he adds, their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's powerful, spiritual reflections, the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible teachings, please share the Zoom and YouTube links for people to join. You'll find them on our social media platforms, on our Telegram group as well. Share them with friends and family. Let them receive the same blessing as you did. You can also point them to recordings that are available on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page, and on our Spotify podcast channel. Also a reminder about a Bible study topic for tomorrow. This is the fifth part in our series on implementing spiritual laws where we continue to learn how to establish spiritual authority and remain in expectation. Also our authority as believers and the spiritual law. And finally, we learn how to activate our spiritual authority. It's a powerful series. It is eye-openers. I believe many are already being blessed with this as we continue to go through the series. So share it with others. Share that blessing. Let that bread be broken and shared. It feeds everyone. And that the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. God bless everyone.